Championships are going to be crowned this weekend. Your Colorado School of Mines are trying to keep that D2 dream alive. The Denver Broncos have a huge game to keep six in a row, and it's conference football Friday edition of the program. Let's go get it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. What it do, baby? Yeah. Mike up. Let's ride. Let's ride. Take it easy on that single <laughs> We're really doing it, folks. Football Friday edition. Football I'm, Friday. I'm telling you what. Today's a football Friday. I tell if I've you, ever seen one. I tell you what. Ever since I went down to Texas and watched high school football and saw J.K. Dobbins run for the LaGrange Leopards against the Tyler Ducks, I stopped calling it football. And now I like to call it football. See what but I did there? I don't want your life. Football. I just breathed that T out. I don't even hit it. Football. Football. <sighs> Taking in football. Man, we got all the ball you could handle it. I mean, and it started last night. I'm over at the NOLA over there on Bruce Randolph, northeast side. That's right. Representing. And it's all over the TVs. Just touchdown. Boom. Everywhere you look. Dax scoring. Metcalf scoring, everybody's scoring. Touchdowns galore. Football, this is, I think, going to be the best weekend of football uh, that we've had up to this point. And it makes total sense. Why is that? Because not only is today December, or it's Friday, it's December, right? It's December 1st. If you're playing football on December 1st and you're not a pro, you're playing in some big, badass games right now. You're doing it right. You're playing in some big, badass games right now. And those are the conference championships that we're going to see tonight, starting tonight and going all the way through tomorrow. If you're playing in a high school football game on December 1st, there's probably only two teams left. Just that I'm a winner. (laughs) Got a couple good ones. If you're hosting a D2 football game this weekend in Golden, Colorado, at the Marv K, kicking off tomorrow at noon, you're playing in a big game. Big game. These are all big games. And this is the time of the year, December. And if you're an NFL team, every game in December is the most important game, right? Have you seen the stats on if the Broncos win versus if they lose their percentages? They skyrocket. It's like if they win this game, they got like a 70% chance of making the playoffs. If they lose, it's down to like 16. Wow. And I'm sure it'll do that every week. Yeah. It'll just be like, well, you know, winning is important. And uh, more you do that, Better chance you got to get into this little seven-team dance. Um, Wonder what the percentage was at one in five of making the playoffs. It had to have been what, like one percent? Oh, I think it was. Yeah, I, uh, I think it was less than five percent. Yeah, three teams in NFL history that have made the playoffs after starting one in five. And were any of them recent? I don't know. I just heard that uh, on one of those national shows. Yeah, it's. I mean, to me, this game down in Houston for the Denver Broncos is going to be a beautiful game. It really is. I think 
the young the young coach they got in Houston is going to have his kids ready to run through a wall, right? And the old dog, the old Parcells Belichickian approach that Peyton, Coach Peyton takes, he's going to have his guys ready, right? And maybe it's going to be a special teams missed extra point or something. Something crazy is going to happen. That's what we keep saying every week, right? Don't be afraid to put up a goofy score. Everyone's always like, oh, I'm going to go with 23-20, or I'm going to go with, well, 17-14, because that's 7 plus 7 plus 3, and that's 17. <laughs> Don't be afraid to throw an 18 in there. 29-12 scoregami. <laughs> 29-12. That was a scoregami? Scoregami. Really? Broncos, Browns, yeah. Makes total sense, actually. I couldn't believe it. I was like, 29-12, that had to have happened a few times. How about 12-10 winning a Monday night football game? Has that ever happened before? I don't know. It's a good question. Happened to me this week. Unbelievable. Um, but the coaching is going to be great, right? It, we all know that, but the coaches don't Coaches don't make no tackles, right? Coaches don't get interceptions, sack fumbles. Coaches don't, you know. Cook no eggs. Coaches don't cook no eggs. I mean, he don't bleed, right? But the other thing about it is who's going to have the more coaches on the field? Russell Wilson is a player coach. We are all aware of that, right? I mean, he's like in the books. He's hitting them books trying to be the coach out there. Usually your O-line's got a coach on it. I think that was maybe Dalton Reisner last year. It's got to be someone new this year because he's not here. And then on defense, you know, who do you got as your as your kind of defensive coaching players on the field? You got to go with Simmons, Simmons, right? Jewel. Yeah, those two. Josie Jewel's a nice little player out there too. Maybe and, Singleton. And then that almost takes the pressure off of Baron Browning to not have to be a coach. He can just go light his hair on fire. And smoke fools. Pin the ears back. Go get him. Man, I mean, Zero, the way he comes off the edge, man, he's he's playing like like he's trying to buy his mama a new house. You man. know? And he's and I think he's going to be able to do that now. It's unbelievable, though, to think um, the kind of leadership that it takes on the field, right? These coaches, they prepare you. Believe me, in practice, I'm getting after these kids, man. When I'm, when I'm coaching fourth graders, I don't care how old you are. I'm going to get after you in practice. And then in the games, I'm loving up on them, right? We're like, well, I'm all like, we got this. We can do this. We work harder in practice than we do in games. That's my kind of my job as a coach is like make them make practices difficult so games seem easier. So the hay's right? in the barn. Exactly. And I, I think both these coaches understand that. And then it'll kind of come down to players making plays, turnovers, of course, third and what's right. Third and what's for both sides. Like, if you're on defense and you can get Houston to be in third and nines, you are winning, right? That's called winning. And if you're Russell Wilson and you, you know, on second and nine, you know, one-yard gain on the first down, and then you tuck it and run for, like, four yards, get it down to a third and third and what? Third and manageable. I think this is going to be, like, a one-point game. If, if Vegas thinks it's going to be a three-point game, that basically means for the home team, right? Doesn't the home team get three just for being at home? Yeah. Just for waking up in their own bed? Right. So Being to me, yeah, I mean, we had the Hooters girls in here and when we were doing the, the pick them, which you should go check out, it's out there on the, on the socials. It's our collab. We do the mile high sports and the, and the Hooters get your picks in. But one of them was over or under 47 and I, I took right on that 47. Yeah. You had a push. I had a push on the 47, 23, 24. I'm starting to think 25, 22. <laughs> Cause I, Honestly, man, and I here's what I also think, too. I think college football starting next season should move their extra point back. I don't know to where. Maybe it doesn't have to be the same as the pros. Like, their uprights are wider, right, than yeah, the pros? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, or did they move them back to pros? 
They're used to be wider. You know what? I think they actually moved them to pros. I think you're right. I think you're they're right. all the same. The, now. the hashes are still wider, so you got to kick from harder angles. There you go. Um, so I would, but I would like to see. But the hashes is what? Why is that better for wider? Because you can move the ball, you can spot I, the ball. I mean, you're kicking for more of an angle. I but think also, right. like through the for the gameplay, is it because you can spot the ball wider, so you have more of an open field to the opposite side? Yeah, I guess I don't really know the reasoning for that, but yeah, interesting enough. I I think at first I I wasn't sure if I liked the extra point being moved back, mainly because my stupid Vikings kickers miss them all the time. But you know what? I I also didn't like it when it was a Hundred percent easy money, one pointer. Right. So still sucks missing extra points though. If your kicker misses a PAT, it's like Jesus, come on. Oh, man. and it always it always happens in like the first or second quarter, and then you got to chase it. You're either like, should we go for the two or should we not? And then we right. Then we got to get the two next time. Uh, but I could, I would like to see college go to that too. I think it does. You know, as we're talking about uneven numbers and scores that are just not common, it seems to be happening more and more because they added that wrinkle in there, which. At first, I wasn't sure if I liked it, but now I definitely like it, and I want the, the lower point. levels to do it. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. The The extra point is forcing all these new scoregamis. That's so true, though. It is, and then also the two-point going for it to chase it, and then even the, you know, like in college, if you moved it back and made it harder, then it would also make the two-point conversion a little bit more enticing to maybe go for, you know? If you're kicking that thing and you're like, ah, I don't know, our kicker's kind of shoddy i don't know he broke up with his girlfriend this week he's got a big exam coming up he's got a paper he's got to turn in i don't know we're just gonna go for two here yeah like like dan lanning we'll see him tonight oregon's first touchdown you think they go for two? Oh yeah they did against colorado they do against most teams i think dan lanning's different like that and that reminds me of coach pulford i'm wearing my my back-to-back-to-back state champs shirt right here for palmer rich 3a hello uh 2019 is when they completed the the third one the Bears. And the reason I bring that up is they, they would not punt. They were just going to go for it. No matter the distance? They were just, I mean, if it fourth was maybe nine? fourth and 20. Oh, fourth and nine, they're going for it. Yeah. Fourth and 29, they may punt it, right? And the closer they got to the championship game, you know, if you're playing a Montrose or you're playing someone that's going to grind you down, then yeah, they uh, they play kind of more conventional style. But shout out to guys like Coach Pulford. Shout out to guys like Coach Dan Lanning. I mean, they got it an amazing opportunity the Ducks do right in front of them. It's not going to be an easy opportunity. Quack. Nor should it be. And to me, it's a little confusing that Washington Huskies are not a favorite. <laughs> Just because they played each other already and the team that won the game is not Oregon. <laughs> like, I don't get <laughs> Yeah, one team but, is undefeated and number three in the country. 12-0. That's the thing, like, you don't want to upset that that pack of dogs, right? And they literally are a pack of dogs up there. And, man, they play football up in Washington. They play football up in Oregon. Go look at the Colorado School of Mines roster. Three of their, like, best dudes are from the Oregon-Washington area. And maybe that's because they got a shortage of D2 two schools up there. Maybe that's because we got a badass school right here in Golden, Colorado, where you can, once you're done playing football and scoring more touchdowns than Case Keenum, you're going to go out and make 200K in your first year, like pumping oil. <laughs> or, like, mining for... You know, magnesium. That's right. I said it. Um, but those, th their best players. McLeod, this kid McLeod could be drafted. Max McLeod, right? I hope so. Max McLeod. He could get drafted as a junior. Wow. If I, like, or he could maybe, you know, I'm not telling you how to live your life, Max. Go finish that degree quick. All right. Get that thing. And watch you drive up the road to Boulder, Colorado. 
and come get your fourth year in at the D1 level, show what you got, and you're guaranteed to get picked, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's a bigger guy, too. So, like, he's not just your typical white receiver, slot receiver, little guy. Yeah, no, he's no Wes Welker. He's, he's more and, of a Thielen. And, like a, and even yeah. Thielen, yeah, he's got, he might even have an inch on Thielen or two. But, yes, and, and when I got to call that game um, with, with Mr. Dunklin, dude, I mean, I couldn't stop talking about how McLeod is an NFL product, and he does remind me of Thielen. Because of how crisp his routes are, not because he's a cracker. Don't worry about it, everybody. Like, you know, but he's also no Jordy Nelson. Yeah, yeah, he's no Wes Welker, right? And he's no Amendola, right? Those little guys. Yep. So he's more of a like, Renfro. yeah, exactly. Jo a Jordy Nelson. That's a great comp. Um, but and he's just smooth on the routes. Point of that is, they play some football up there in Oregon. They play some football in Washington. It'll be interesting to see what the fan base looks like. You know, because that's in Vegas. Yes. Allegiant Stadium. I'll be there in a couple, couple Let's ten days, go. maybe. Let's so. go. Get there. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much purple makes it down there. You know, Oregon travels well. They, but they're almost like a phenomenon. People like them just because their jerseys are sweet. Definitely. I mean, it's like, it, it's almost a CU, CU starting to get this too. Now that Coach Prime's there, it's like, it's a, it's like a form of drip. It's a form of swag. It's like a, it's like a wearing a brand. Yeah. My my brother was home last week for Thanksgiving, and he's up in Boston now. I was asking him how much Coach Prime was relevant out there in the East Coast in Boston, and if people were wearing like Prime stuff, he said, "Yeah, like especially early in the season." Isn't so it's it carries all over the nation. Isn't that something? And even when the season's over for for Coach Prime and the Buffaloes, they're still making news every day. They're making good news and they're making some bad news, right? We'll get to that in segment two. I definitely wanted to talk about what's going on up there in Boulder, but um, man. Yesterday, we kind of we talked about some different sports. We talked a little baseball. We talked a little hoops. I don't know if we're going to have time for any of that today. It's football, football, football. We're still going to talk about the high school matchups, too. We're going to have to maybe pick those. Well, lay, the, lay the spreads. <laughs> I got a guy. Okay? I know a guy. And then who's in 3A? Uh, Holy Family versus uh, versus Lutheran. Versus Lutheran. Lutheran upset Green Mountain last week. Sorry, uh, Ramirez. Was our guy Nick Arch on that call? He was. Yeah. Did you get been, any, any yeah, of those I did, games? I did the Columbine. All their all the Columbine playoff games so far, and then I did the Erie uh, Erie game over Montrose on bet, Saturday. Oh, I bet that was a beauty. Yeah, yeah. They had uh, Montrose refused handshakes after the game. Yeah, I'm and, not into that. Yeah, that was rough. I'm not into that. I like Montrose. I quoted them already in this first segment. Yeah. I love Montrose. I love the way they play football. They're tough. They're, they play the right kind of style, but you got to shake them hands. Right. You got to wear it, Coach Prime. You got to wear it, Coach, whatever your name is. Mertens. Mertens. Oh, yeah. Dude, the, the best game we ever called when these guys were making their run, but it was in 4A. Was that me and you? No, that was you and Arch, right? Wasn't that last fall? Me and Arch called a double overtime game, but the best one... Maybe it was me and Simmer. It wasn't me. I think it was me and Simmer. They were down to Montrose like 21 rip, like in the second quarter, and then they they had a 98 yard touchdown with the backup quarterback that came in and spun like a sweet touchdown. It was go find that one on Coach GTV YouTube channel. All right, Smile High Morning Show. We're ripping it. Segment one is done, and it was a ton of fun. Segment two is for you. It'll be right back on the other side. Master, I feel we it. Ready. 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 
makes me want to like put on them knee pads and the football pants with the belt and all that and then start slapping my knee pads. Man. Football Friday edition. Smile High morning show. It's all football today, guys. Uh, if you want to talk about other sports, call on Monday. <laughs> 303-831-1340. The hotline. The text line. Noit got in the text line late yesterday. Informed us. Anilo Piro was asking. He's alive and well. He says, Noit is listening. I'm here. Just working. And remember, he absolutely dialed that Monday night game in. He said, winner's going to ascend. Loser's going to tailspin. Does yep. the ascension continue this weekend against the Houston Texans? Last time the Broncos played in a 10 a.m. game, didn't go so well. That game was down in the southern part of Florida. The tip down there. A little South Beach. A little South Beach. Maybe they had a little bottle hangover. You know, maybe you got a little sickness there that you can only get in South Beach. Probably don't get that same sickness in Houston. Although, hey, they got places you can party too. But the 10 a.m. game kind of for sure on the East Coast, the early game, has always kind of presented problems for West Coast teams. And the Broncos in this instance are considered a West Coast team. When they go to the central time zone, it's not as bad, right? You're kind of talking about the Chicago's, New Orleans, Dallas, Houston, Minnesota. I, Green Bay. Green Bay. Kansas I, City. I, Kansas City, yep. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Detroit, Michigan is actually eastern time zone. They are, yep. Yeah. And then the Ohio's, too. I think Cincinnati and Cleveland are both eastern. Correct. And the mitten there and then Ohio. I think Titans are central. Nashville's central. Yep, yep. Yeah, and that pretty much, you know... Uh, and there's something to be said about the time zone, like a two-hour switch versus a one-hour. It's just they say it takes two, you know, a day per hour to kind of get acclimated. So, you know, to me, I mean, we've talked about what we think it's going to take to to keep it going. Um, but, I, but we also talk about how we think it's going to be a close game. Is there any way you see this thing getting sideways? Either which way, one team or the other, going up more than seventeen? No, not really. Not really, um, unless like there's all kinds of takeaways that are continuing to happen. But I say it's a close game throughout. I don't see either team pulling away. Interesting. Let's hey, let's go out to the hotline. We got a guy who wants to talk about it right now. He's uh, a friend of the program. He's a mayhem icon, singer-songwriter, friend of the program. And you know what? Pretty good little beanbag player, too. He's not afraid to toss a cornhole here or there. It's the one. It's the only. It's Chuck Nasty. Jeff, hi. Hey, big fella. How, How are you? those curling championships? Hey, downtown? get out of here. Football only today, hot shot. Get that bum out of here. Yeah, you take your stones and you get out of here. Is that what they're called, stones? Yes. Damn it, you tricked me into I talking think, not football. Know. Chuck, let's get hey, back no, to I'm, football. I'm serious about football. That's sport, American sport. Uh, I like our chances this weekend. Uh, I'm not sure. I never commit anymore, but I, I like our chances. Uh, we got experience on our side, and experience seems to win out a lot. Well, especially in December, right? It's December especially now. In December. So in December, those are the most important games of the year. Anyone can pull out a victory, come from behind in September, October, but it just what, the, gets a little tighter. We're going to see Jalilo McLaughlin. Remember that name? I'm going to remember He's it. He's going to get a little screen pass, five yards, 
and take it like 60 yards for a touchdown because he's due. And I know he's sitting over there going, God damn, give me the ball. Is there any way this thing is a blowout or do you think it's going to be a close game? I think we got a close game. Uh, 24-17. 24-17. I like that. Um, does yeah. Russ have a good day? And uh, Russ and Sutton? Yeah, yeah. Do Russ and Sutton you know, connect for one of those? That, Russ is a top 10 quarterback. Look at his stats, everything. Actually, he's a top five quarterback. In many you of those, yes. Stats. In many categories that matter, he is up there in the top five. Yeah. I don't know where these people are coming from. It wasn't Russ's fault at all. It was Gober's fault or Gomer, whatever he was. That that I'm a hugger. I just I wanted to punch him right then. So okay, if Texans end up winning this game, what happened? Uh, we'll come back. The Texans. What, what happened? Like the during Lions. the game? No, like what happened? Why why didn't the Broncos win? How how does it go the Texans' way? Uh, because that quarterback just got sick. He right. just went nuts. He just goes off and throws for another 180 I mean, yards or something. Uh, Chicago Bears. In 1957, won a championship with a rookie quarterback. But that's the last time a rookie quarterback won a championship. But he's looking pretty good for a rookie. Uh, Rick Meyer, he was the greatest rookie ever. Then the rest of his career, he sucked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to that yeah, guy. You don't want to do that. You want to have a nice and long career. like a Hall of Fame player for the Chicago Bears. Garbage. What else? You got your eyes on any other uh, college football games before we let you go this weekend? I'm still sick about that Auburn game. The house, I feel so bad for that guy that dropped that punt. Mm. The most important game in 10 years for Auburn. And they had it won until he dropped that punt. And, you know, he, they, he got death threats probably the way they are down there. Man, is there any way Alabama can keep their magic? I'm all the way for the dogs, Georgia. I want them to win like 10 straight NCAA football championships. I'm kind of getting over it. I'm kind of getting over this Georgia thing. Ever since Van Tarkin left, they've been like second place runner-up and has been and has. But now they're now they're the champs. I want to see three in a row from Georgia. Go dogs! Oh, oh, oh. Good stuff, Chuck. <laughs> we got to let you go. Thanks for calling in, big boy. Hey man, how about those nuggets? Mm, on Monday we'll talk basketball. It's football Friday. You know that, Chuck. Yeah, you can't trick me I, twice. I'll just checking. Just checking. All right, Peace player. Love. Be good. I'll, I'll be back. Have a good weekend. Three hey, o- you do. Three zero three eight three one thirteen forty. Hotline and text line. That's Chuck Nasty right there. He's uh, easy to get on the line. He's hard to get off the line. That guy, he, he keeps it going. Speaking of a guy that's hard to get off the line, let's go out to the hotline and get one of Colorado State's biggest fans. It's G. Hey, G. What up? What up? How are you, what player? Up? Were you there in Moby? Hey. Were you in Moby on uh, Wednesday night? I know you thought about I it. I did, but I couldn't go, man. Uh, I really wanted to go and. Dang, I wanted to show that watch and things like that, too, you know? Yeah, do that thing, that uh, the Shadur thing. I like that. Anila was in yesterday. Anila was talking like Rams and Buffs ain't much, but he's like, he's trying to big time it. Tell people what it's yeah. like at Moby Arena when that place is rocking. That place is, uh, that place is unbelievable. It's it's like a mini, uh, uh, I was going to say Mile High. But, yeah, uh, yeah the old Mile High or like a mini Otson Stadium, but it's got a roof on it that's curved. I mean, the noise just... Yeah. 
bounces around in there. And then and then they got the bleachers, too, that kind of come out. You can kick those things and rattle them. I mean, man, I bet that place, that was probably the place to be on Wednesday night for any sports. Oh, I'm sure it was, and I, I'm upset that I didn't get a go. But uh, you know what? Good game. A um, little emotional. Uh, maybe a tad burden of, uh, uh, you know, had to get a tee, they game would have went into overtime or they could have won but interesting uh, tad tad got happened. the tech huh yeah well they would they lose by five yeah yeah i mean that adds up though that's a two free throws and then a possession so there's your five right there well no they got four free throws they got four points and then they got uh this is what they got so yeah, he was on the line for four free throws that's what's interesting i mean coaching in in most other sports you can't give the other team points but in basketball you know like do coaches ever get penalties in football? I've never, I don't know if I've no. ever seen a coach get a penalty in football. Coach can no, get ejected. He can, a coach can get ejected from a baseball game for arguing balls and strikes, but there's no points associated with that. Same with hockey, I guess. Right? Right. Well, but in basketball, so, you could yeah. call the ref an idiot. You could be like, quit being such an idiot. Hold up, hold up. That call, you're an idiot. And then next thing you know, two yep. points for the other team and the possession. It That's intense. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's just uh, you know, it was a good game. But um, hey, I wanted to mention to you. I know that you're, you guys are all, uh, even the guys later on on the show are really CU Buff fans. But uh, I don't think I don't think uh, what is it? What did he say in uh, Princess Bride? He won't I don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think it means what he thinks it means. Um, I don't think Dion's gonna uh, gonna bring you guys what you guys want. So. Um, yeah, we don't want our coach to be on the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated with all the people that helped him get there and the words yeah, sports person of the year above his head with the CU drip and the swag and the golden uh, glasses and all, the golden whistle. Yeah, we don't want that. No, good, good, good talk. That's all yeah. smoke and mirrors. Hey, that's all smoke and mirrors. He's not able to get the he's not going to be able to get the uh, nil money that he wants. He's going to have to go to another school because he should have known that before. Hey, you know what? They had to. Uh, uh, Beg, bill, beg, borrow, and steal to get him money just to pay him. And he thinks that they're going to be able to get his players' money? Come on. And then he has all these players decommitting. And he only has about eight commits? Come on. Let's go. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's been some names pulled off the board, um, which makes you wonder, uh, you know, why, how, who's next, what what happened there. And then there's the whole ordeal with uh, Coach Sean Lewis, which from the get-go, believe you me, uh, you know, you listen. I- I've been saying that was a bad move. I don't think you ever should have, yeah. especially if the answer to the problem was Pat Shermer, then then don't fix the problem. Leave the problem. Well, <laughs> just live with just it. Be, be honest and say, because he said, well, it's not a demotion because demotion means you lose money. Okay, so what are you saying? You demoted him and he lost money? Um, all you had to say, you know, you didn't have to go that route. All you just had to say, we needed to change. But uh, Which I'm not certain yeah, that they another- did. I mean, if anything, no. change the O-line coach. Go bring in Munchak. Right. He, everyone loves that guy and he knows how to coach. But like to take your offensive coordinator who was, you know, if you're looking at the stats, was getting 30 against TCU and 30 against Colorado State, 30 against Nebraska, 30 in a loss, 30 in a loss. That's but, fine. Like he was getting 30 a game. What are we what are we trying to fix? Over- I get you know what? CU was entertaining this year. I guess you can you can look at it that way. They were entertaining. Well, they were a um, spectacle, bro. I mean, they were. But. Yeah, but uh, they were suspect because all the teams they beat, none of them had a winning season. So, I mean, you got to look at it that way too. So, I mean, 
you can't be any worse than one. Well, you can be more worse than one win, no wins, but you really couldn't do worse than one win coming in. Dude, that, that schedule just, that the Buffs had this year was a bit of a gauntlet, if we're being honest. I mean, the easiest yeah, team you be. had was Colorado State or Arizona State, I guess, and those are both two pretty good football programs. You know, there was no yeah, but, cupcakes. It's not like Georgia was getting Mercer, you know, and Alabama's playing like Chattanooga. <laughs> it's like well, the hard the, – the, what was it? The easiest team they played was maybe Colorado State, and Colorado State's a good team. They were one W away from going to a bowl game, which they hadn't done in a while. So. Right, and isn't uh, isn't the is it Washington and Oregon tonight? That is tonight. Coming up tonight. tonight. Ah. So yeah, I'm Thanks, a, I'm a uh, I'm a Husky fan. My buddy, uh, shout out to Roger Rosengarten, who's a right tackle for the, uh, starting tackle number seventy three for Washington Huskies. Really, He's from Valor. Valor, Valor kid. Yep, my uh, high school buddy. It's his son. Um, yeah, go Huskies, man. We need them. You know, it's a good story, and it's good that uh, you know the Colorado kids out there starting could go. He's going to go pro. So, well, you know, and I mean, if they end up winning and they're thirteen and zero, and they beat a top five Oregon team twice, like that—that's a hell of a story. That's a hell of a football team. Part of me thinks even if they lose, if a couple other chips don't fall properly, they could even Alabama get in. Alabama will get in. Alabama's going. You know what? I know. You know what? I I don't know. I don't know if Georgia's any better than Alabama. We'll find out tomorrow, right? Hey, so, we're fixing to find out, as they say. All right, G. Yeah, we're fixing to find out, man. That's going to be a, that's going to be wild. Hey, Wednesday we'll be in. Rob and I. Good energy. Yeah. Well, we were gonna have yeah. we're having the Hooters. We're having a big Hooters fiesta in here. Hooters. Don't go by that. Hey, what what did he say in Big? You Daddy? think Danny will uh, be back by Monday? You think he's going to be back? I heard he's on gender reassignment. Um, I thought he was in jail. He's either on assignment. Reassignment or consignment. If he makes Bond this weekend, we'll see him Monday. That's true. We should do a start. If he, what? If he makes Bond, yeah, but yeah. Bond, he yeah. should. Him and Bond should be. Uh, Bond should have bailed him out. You know. Oh, oh, that's one shot. That's one shot. All right, G. Good energy today, right, buddy. Later. Bye. <sighs> that's that's Gerald. He's the man. He likes to set us straight. I, I always tell G, hey, you should call the show in hour two. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness gracious. One shot. That's one shot. All right, that was good. 303-831-1340 hotline, text line. Use them both. We still got two segments left. And guess what we're talking? Football and football. You heard it here first. Look what I made for you. Knew if I paid my dues, how will they pay you? When you first come in the game, they try to play you. Then you drive a... What you doing? Cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny, but yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I drink a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just, just let, let me introduce, introduce myself. myself. My, my name, name is Coach G. I run the LLC, and I'm here in the 303. How'd that go? That was nice, right? Spitting. Bars. All you college football teams in the top ten, please don't get bumped, please. Okay, let's talk it. Man, this is I, I got. This is my go-to karaoke jam. I'm just saying, it's like if we got to crank this party up, 
I go, hey, fat girl, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. It doesn't stop me from getting busy. I'm a freak, you know? So, and then the whole party starts going, especially when I'm getting to them durit durits. It's a couple minutes in there, so we may not get to it because, you know, we got a show to do. But, man, when you can get them going, a do red a do red rit any chance that the Iowa Hawkeyes can do red do rit do red do rit keep the Wolverines to like 12 points and score and win 13 12 absolutely not no chance no chance damn no chance no shot that's what you got they're kind of pesky the Hawkeyes they probably defense is legit. I mean, the Gophers won, but that was a goofy one where there was like a fair catch or something, and then there wasn't a fair catch. So we got the Floyd Rosedale pick up there in Minnesota, but uh, Hawkeyes in theory should be eleven and one, and it's all about that defense. But you don't think like Michigan could turn it over on downs, you know, going for it deep, and and then maybe the second one they got to punt it, and then the third one they're you know, sack, fumble, pick six or something like three, just terrible drives in there. They can still overcome that, huh? I think so. I just, I, nothing about Michigan this year has said that they're going to do that. They're well-rounded, great quarterback in McCarthy. You know, Blake Corm's one of the better running backs in college football. Damn, that Corm is slick. Yeah, and he was hurt at this time last year, so having him healthy is huge. Um, and J.J. McCarthy is as good of a game manager as there is. Has he got, has he got your eye for NFL? Like, do you think he's going to be able to do this kind of stuff in the NFL, or is he just one of those guys that's behind a huge offensive line that's got nothing but time, like a Wisconsin running back? You yeah, know, so and that's then they a good get question. and then they get to the pros, and they're like, oh, there's not as much time or right. Space. I don't, I don't know about his pro prospects. I think he's got another year, but uh, I think he is aided a lot by the system and the situation that he's in. Corum's got over 200 carries already on the season. He's still got conference championship, final four game. And then a championship game, perhaps, right? Yeah. I mean, if we think they're going to win this like we think they do, and like the matchup guy says it's going to be 92%, that, we, that we're feeling pretty good about that one. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean they're going to get to the championship game. Okay, let's talk about Georgia and Alabama. Is there any way that Nick Saban can pull this one off? When I asked, is there any way Kirk Ferentz could do it, emphatic, no. no. Yeah, no for Iowa. Yes for Alabama. Yes for Alabama. I mean, these games, these games are always awesome. Georgia, Bama in the in the SEC championship. So many NFL guys in this game. Um, yeah, I mean, if anyone's going to beat Kirby Smart, it's going to be Saban, right? It's going to be uh, it's going to be the Crimson Tide. And there was the stretch there where the proteges, which Kirby Smart is a Nick Saban protege. Am I correct there? Yeah. Proteges weren't weren't doing very well against the, the Grand Poobah, the Sensei, um, until Kirby Smart came around started winning against him but there is always that you know kind of the teacher becomes the student thing but that doesn't mean that or I'm sorry the student becomes the teacher that doesn't mean the, the teacher can't put a couple lessons up there in a in a 60 minute game um okay Texas Oklahoma State does that move your meter at all not really not really I think Texas is going to need a lot of help to get in um even if they win big so that one not as much and then Louisville Florida State Florida State's undefeated ACC. Louisville's had some nice games this season, including, you know, um, some some great stretches here down down the end of the yeah, schedule. The Duke win was great. The Duke win was incredible. But Florida State, you know, they look like they've been in trouble a couple times and was and have been able to get out of it, which comes in handy when you're playing football games in December. Florida State gets this thing right. 
They take I, care of business. I hope not. I really hope not. Ooh, why I don't want that because I don't want to see them in the college football playoff at all without without Jordan Travis. They have no shot. They're going to get the four seed. Their quarterbacks hurt, who was a big right. part of their team. I mean, if they get the four and get in, they're going to get boat raced right by Georgia or whoever's the number one. So who do you want to be your final four when this weekend comes and goes? Georgia, Michigan, uh, whoever wins the Washington Oregon game, and then um, either. Either uh, you know a Texas, Alabama, one of those teams. Ohio State, are they up there? You know, I I, I like Ohio State better than most teams. I think if um, if Florida State does go down, Ohio State should get in. Would there be any way that Washington could lose and get in? To me, no, no, because you're gonna put you're gonna put uh put them at the Oregon. four seed and they'd play Georgia. Yeah, I and think then Ohio- Oregon would go up to the three seed and play like Michigan. I would I'd rather have Ohio State in there instead of Washington if Washington loses. Two Big Tens instead of Pac-12 has been the best it's ever been. This whole this year has been an amazing run. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean every team in fair. the Pac-12 was ranked in the top 25 like once except maybe Arizona State. Who do you think would give Georgia a better game, Washington or Ohio State? Cuz I think it's Ohio State. They did last year. They gave them a great game. That was a good game. Yeah, that's true. Keep keep an eye on Ohio State there. Just kind of waiting in the wings, which this used to would, did this happen to Alabama every once in a while where they like didn't get into the championship game, but then the better team would lose and then Alabama would sneak in out of the four seed? Yeah, that's, that's definitely happened a time or two. Um, and then this will be the last year of four teams. We thought it was going to be eight, but they just said, you know what? Let's just pump that up to 12. Just bump it up there. Um, and you know what? I love it. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see what that looks like. I That's think the final four they've done years after years have still gotten great results. I mean, minus last year with the TCU winning their game against Michigan and then just getting drubbed. I think that's the exception, not the rule. The rule is two really good teams playing the national championship based on four really good teams being selected. And yeah, two teams get snubbed because we don't get to take five and six. But it'll be, you know, the Pac-12 is coming to an end. Like, or is it? I don't know. Are they going to revamp it? It's done. I has think there, it's done. Has there been any talks of like trying to put a Pac-12 together? Uh-uh. Well, maybe may there's been talks. I don't think they've gone anywhere. I mean, everyone's leaving. Who's going to be in that conference? Well, and even Oregon State loses their head coach. Yeah. Washington State, they're about to lose their quarterback. He's about to transfer. Right? Like, it's just when it rains, it pours for those poor guys. And just because they're in small agricultural towns, you know, like a Fort Collins or something. Because like, they're the ag school. They're the state school. It would make sense to be in a small town with farms nearby, right? Because you're working, you're teaching people about agronomy and you're teaching them about dairy and horticulture and all this stuff that like doesn't matter to big city folks. Right? Yeah. So a lot of the teams Stupid that are ratings that are up for the conference championship games, it's going to be their last year in the conference. So might as well go out with the bang. Man, that's true. Texas going to the SEC. Well, I, I mean. Man, it all starts tonight with the Pac-12, and then it all ends tonight. The Pac-12 starts starts it off, and and the Pac-12 ends tonight. Did you ever believe that that would like one year ago this wasn't happening? Was it? I don't. I can't remember. I I don't think so. No, w- it came w- together late. One year ago, was USC and UCLA in the Pac-12? Yes. Or on December first. I mean they. I'm like, just, were they, did they announce the move yet to the... Or did they have, they had announced it last year, right? It was like a two years yes. in advance. Those two did, but not... But not Oregon not and... Stanford and Cal and all these other schools. Yeah, Oregon and Colorado. Washington, Big Ten, right? Mm-hmm. Once they went, that was less than a year ago. I mean, this is crazy. 
Yeah, this just USC and UCLA. I'm starting to tear up a little bit. Even though I never really liked the Pac-12, I always loved the Big 12. I always loved and, – and I, I wish Nebraska was still in the Big 12. I love that rivalry. I wish Nebraska and CU played on Friday after Thanksgiving. Man, I wish Missouri and Texas A&M were still in the Big 12. Correct. I yep. remember those days. Yeah. That was an amazing conference. Stupid money. And presidents, right, in their big chairs. Yeah. And now look at it. And, and, and like, the Pac-12, they were the ones that didn't play football during COVID, right? They, like, sat it out for his health and safety concerns and stuff. Or they played, like, a spring season. Is that what they did? Uh, I don't think so. I think so. the Pac-12 took the – didn't they, like, take it off? I don't know. During that COVID. Well, I'll Col- look into yeah. it. They played a six-game season, I remember Colorado did that year. They went, right. like, five and one with Darrell. And then everyone was excited. <laughs> and then next year blew up. <laughs> And now look at us. Now we got the sports person of the year. Now Peggy's on the cover. Peggy's on the cover. Sports Illustrated. Yeah, remember when we saw her? Yeah. The pregame before the CSU game. We saw Peggy. In we the saw wheelchair. Christian Brown. Brown. You go. That's Christian Brown. And I was like, Hell yeah, that is. He's tall. He's a tall drink of water. All right, that's our college talk. We're going to finish up. Last segment, we got Broncos recap. We're going to pick those. We're going to pick the state championship games. High school, we love high school sports around here. And we're going to try and give you a score for Colorado School Minds. We think they're going to win. But are they going to hang 50 like they did last week against Augustana? We'll see. I've seen them hang 77. And that was the third highest scoring game they had this year. (laughs) Smile High Morning Show. We'll be right back on the other side for the final segment. up the week Williams is on consignment I think that means you bring him into a shop and you have a price you want to sell him for and then if someone buys him you get uh, like that minus 15% so he'll be back from consignment on Monday text line uh, has got some action let's read it 303-831-1340 thanks for texting Mark and Golden says hey Jeff I know you just want to talk football but don't forget Tigers teeing it up this week at the Hero and next week is warm enough to do the same here so hit me up Damn. The 50s and 60s That's next true. Week. I was wearing my Titleist hat yesterday. I did want to speak of Tiger. It'll be fun to watch. It's a 20-man event. It's down there in the Bahamas. He's the host of the event. Um, no cut. No cut event. So he'll be there on the weekend. Hopefully he's healthy. Hopefully he's healthy. You know? And I would like to play some golf next week. So keep me uh, keep me in mind. Of course. Um, let's pick some games. Pick them. Okay. CK Rams, fourth grade hoops, is going to St. Mary's Littleton, the gym that we play dad ball in. Littleton, they knocked us out of the tournament last year. They got second place. Any chance the Rams can pull this one off? Yes, CK. CK Rams. I got them winning by a bucket, a late bucket on an inbound play. There we have it. Mines, give me a score. Any chance they are held under 50? Uh, Yes, I'm going to say 42-17. They get it done over Central Washington tomorrow? Yep, I'm going to say 49. They do get held under 50, 49-10. Okay, let's go on to... Cherry Creek and Columbine, the 5A oh. game. Coach Martinez was in here from Valor, Coach Z, and he said, Columbine, if they want to win that thing, they got to be relentless. Can Columbine pull it off? Yeah, those are my guys. I've done most of their games this year, and, uh, you know, I'm picking with my heart here. So I'm going I'm to take the Rebels 27 
or 28-27 over Dave Logan and, and the Bruins. I feel like if any team can beat the Bruins and Dave Logan, it is the Rebels with the way they play. They run the ball, they keep the clock moving, they get first downs, and then they play stout defense. Let's. Let, I'm going to go with the same score. I'm going to go 28-27 Rebels. Cool. I love that. I think that's a great score, and I think the 27 may come on a missed extra point. Mm. There I said it. Um, 4A games got Palmer Ridge Ooh. against Erie. Your guys. Damn, Erie's got uh, uh, some players out there. And then Palmer Ridge is undefeated, and they're they're winning by a lot every time they play. Yeah. I, I'm i going to go with my heart on this one. I'm going Palmer Ridge. I'm going Coach Carlton gets it done for the 4A level. They haven't won at 4A yet. He's just the man to get him there, Coach Grobe, Coach Harris, all those guys, and, of course, Coach Pulford, my, my best buddy out there. Go Bears. Uh, they're going to put it on Erie. I'm convinced. I think they win by three touchdowns. I thought the Broomfield game was going to be close. They, they blew Broomfield out. Um I think they're going to destroy Erie. I think it's going to be like 30. F- no, it's going to be like, yeah, 38 to uh, to 14, something like that. I like where your head's at. 31-17, I'm going with. They win by two touchdowns. Um, and hats off to them if they do it, man. I wish I could be there. We're cutting down Christmas trees tomorrow after the basketball game. It's a tradition we do with all of our friends. If you want to meet us over by Winter Park, hit me up. We're going to go cut down some Christmas trees. It's like 20 bucks, okay? Uh, 3A game, what is that? Lutheran versus Holy Family? Yeah. That's Anilo Piro's holy family. Don't right. don't get it fooled. He's a, he's a Catholic boy. Uh, holy family going to pull it off, or does Lutheran keep the dream alive? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Tigers. First time in the state championship game since uh, 05. Um, the quarterback, I, I coached his older brother for three years when I was coaching baseball. He's uh, Now he's playing at a Holy Cross. But his younger brother's really good, and uh, I'm going to go holy family to win this one. Ho fam. I'm going ho with fam. the ho fam, too. It's a, it's a Catholic rivalry. Lutheran, holy family. Right. Jesus is going to win. God is going to get the big win out of that deal. I, I bet the pregame prayer is going to be awesome for that game. No doubt. All right. What else? Any other games we're missing? Oh, yeah. There's one other game we're missing. It's the Denver Broncos versus the Houston Texans. I, I, I'm I going with that 47 number. At first, I was going 24-23. I'm going 25-22. Nice. Nice. 25-22. But I'm going with? The Houston Texans. I'm going to pick Ooh. the Houston Texans. I'm sorry. I, on Wednesday, I picked the Hooters, but I just feel like something weird's going to happen. And, and it doesn't mean you're a bad team. It doesn't mean it's a bad loss. It just means that you didn't get six in a row. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I'm going to say Broncos 26-20. Six in a row, baby. That 20 seems like a good number. You know, I mean, they haven't. That, that must be nice when you wake up on Sunday morning and you got a pretty good feeling that your, your team and your defensive coordinator and your Broncos and your beloved in oh Pete are gonna give up just 20. now that CJ Stroud can play though punt return kick return look for that stuff right some big plays on special teams that's where in close games that's where the differences are made all right that was a fun week we missed you Danny we'd like to have you back get your get your ducks in a row okay get that reassignment figured out it's man for Danielle Williams For Alex Becker, he runs the show. I run the show. I'm Coach G from the LLC. Represent the 303. We love you guys. We miss you guys. Have a great weekend. And good night, Sheila. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Damn, easy and hope. Where the hell you been? Niggas talking real wreck.